Good morning. Yeah, the Torah really doesn't give us instructions how to build a sukkah. It, do, it doesn't really say, like, there's no manual. Like, you know, it's not even in the small print. So how do we figure out what are the requirements? Um, so it's going to take some work to really get to what, you know, what's a kosher sukkah and what's not. That's the interesting thing. So that's what we're here to figure out. So the Mishnah tells us some of the rules. Sukkah shihi gavola maula me'esri mama. A sukkah which is higher than 20 amas, psuha, no good. So, that, that, so there's a height requirement. It's got to be less than 20 amas. That's the first thing. Rabbi Yehuda Maksha, he says it's, it's a maklokis. So that's the first, first argument. Next, that's, that's the maximum height. Can't be higher than 20. Now there's a minimum. The she'ena gavoa asorat fachim. If you want to have like a midget sukkah, it can't be less than 10. Uh, less than 10 is no good. And then, how many walls does it have? You change it to shalosh. If it doesn't have at least... Good morning, Michael. We're just starting the Mishnah here. It has to have, if it doesn't have, three walls. And then finally, If the sun, from the word chama, if the sun that comes in is more than the shade that comes in, the, whole, the word sukkah we're going to see means shade, and it's... It's got to be more shade than sun. So if, if there's not more shade than sun, then it's no good. So there are pictures. Uh, we had pictures in Yuma also. Most of them are, you could figure out on your own. Uh, but once they're at it, they throw the pictures at you. So uh, we might as well. So um, let's see what we can do here. This is the, this is like a high... He, he just opens one wall so you could get a picture of it. It's like so high that you don't even see the, the top. This is like a less than 10 tzvachim sukkah. This is a two-wall sukkah. One this way, one that way. Like TP or something. You may as well show your people over there. Right, that's right. Um... Well, that's a good question. People that live in apartment buildings, right, and they have ten stores, stores up, and now you're building it on the roof. But the sukkah is still less than twenty. Okay. If you put your menorah up there, you got a problem. Um, I'm call yeah, out the word left out One of the words that seems to do the job on their own. How should you said it? So what do you need? Oh, Gavoa means it's high. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, because if you put a menorah, lamala, right. then it's not good. So in other words, they want to show you the height of the sukkah. It could have said sukkah, she lamala, could it have left out Gavoa, do you suppose? I think it's just more proper. Okay, let's see the Gemara. Tanan Hassan. What's interesting is, is many Masechtas begin like this, questioning the wording used. It's just an interesting thing. You won't. Um, that's what. That's why he did what he did. <laughs> right, right. That's the. In other words, we jump in and different. There's different language used in different masechtas, and so right away we want to clarify: are we doing something different over here? Like, what's different about this masechta? So um So one of the things we already learned was Ervin, and Ervin we learned about a mavoi, and by the mavoi, uh, an alleyway. So the story was. An alleyway opens into a Rishus Harabim. And you're not allowed to carry from a private area into a public area. But uh, you're allowed to carry inside a mavoi, 
But the problem is, you might come to carry from the Mavoy into Rishus Rabin. So the rabbis instituted that in order that you not carry, you have to have a lechi, a beam on top to remind you not to carry. Uh, no, you know, you'll see the lechi on the way out and you remember not to carry. So this is the, if you remember, going back, here's the alleyway. These are the houses. This is the highway over here, the Rishus Rabin. And so this is the beam. As long as so there's two ways, there's a lachi, either a beam over here or a kora, a beam over there, uh, or both. One or the other, usually it was one or the other. There were different opinions about what was needed. We called it to fix the alleyway. In other words, you can't carry in here. You want to carry in here. So you, you, to fix it, uh, you put in this top beam. So the question was, if you have a very high structure like here, would this also work? So we're going to see over here you have the same problem when the beam is so high. You've got the Empire State Building on both sides. The beam is so high, you can't, down here, this like shows him down here. This is the little guy down here. He's not going to see that beam. So the whole purpose of the beam was to write, stop, you're entering the highway, don't carry further. So over there, the, the, if it's too high, it's no good. This is the normal way. So, uh, so just like over here, it, it's similar just in the, in the basic concept that something that's too high that you can't see won't work. So if you can't see the sukkah, the skak of the sukkah, it won't work. And over there, if you can't see the uh, the beam on the way out, you, it won't work. Mm -hmm. um, it seems to also reinforce uh, uh, Steve's question here, because here in this phraseology, it does say Geboa Mitzrayim, it doesn't say... Oh, that's your question. Okay. Oh, oh wait, I see there's a correction here. Uh, yeah. Point yeah. that out. Okay. Correction. Uh, <laughs> the sign does say it. Um, we haven't done a Bach in like a year. I don't know why. Yaboha is spelled differently there too. It has two Hays in our Mishnah and it has one Hay, Yaboha, whatever, and the other one. So it's So that I don't know. I have to think about that. Okay. Good, good point. So, uh, so over there though, so, but that's a similar halacha. The tw apparently 20 Amas is like above eyesight. That's the basic concept. So that's, that's fine. We're not, the halacha is consistent. The question is the wording. We learned over there, where you got your alleyway that is being fixed uh, with a beam that's higher than 20 amas, so yimut. You have to lower the beam in order for it to be kosher. Lower the korah. Otherwise, you're in trouble. Rabbi Yehuda says, Okay, Rabbi Yehuda argues over there. Just like, by the way, Rabbi Yehuda argues over here. Same Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, we have a, a size, a height limit, and Rabbi Yehuda says, no, there's no height limit on sukkah. Same thing by the mavoy, Rabbi Yehuda argues. So I see the question. The question is why here there's like a tick on about mm -hmm. what to do, and mm -hmm. the other one it just right. says it's fine. That's right. Okay. So, maishna gabi sukkah, over here we just say, you blew it. You're too high, forget it. Uh, gabi sukkah tani psula. Uh, a sukkah that's too high, no good. Umaishna gabi mavoy de tani takanta, over there. We, we didn't just say it's no good. We said lower it, lower the beam. So what's the difference? Why is there a different focus in the Mishnah? Why don't we say over here also how to fix it? Why do we just say it's no good? That's, that's, a, that's the question. No, the bottom line is, I mean, I don't, know, I don't remember learning this, but the bottom line is, it's yumptive. <laughs> you can't really fix your sukkah. Oh, well, you've got I, no way out. Your sukkah it is what well, it the is. Well, the same thing is true on Shabbos, but assuming it's about before about Shabbos and before Yantar. Yeah, hopefully we'll figure it but out. But you're right. If it's if it's the answer, there's not much you could do. But why over there we give right. you the so, fix? So, 
right. Yeah, it must be Arab if we say you could fix it over no, there. No, just waking up. Yeah. So, uh, so what's the difference? So, sukkah diaraisa. So, the first answer is well, a sukkah is a Torah halacha. Sukkah is min Torah. So, over there, tani psula. Therefore, we mavi dirabanin a tani takanta. It's a rabbinic enactment. The rabbis, uh, it's the whole idea of having a mavo is like a reminder, uh, having the lechi, is, uh, the Korah actually, having the tapim is just a reminder. The rabbis wanted you to do it, and so you're trying to meet rabbinic requirements, and so they say fix it. So the first answer is it's, it's, a, uh, it's a question whether it's a deraisa. Let's see Rashi. It's right towards the right side. Sukkah diaraisa de esrim amadile yalfina midiraisa. We're not making this stuff up. It's learned out from the Torah. The Kodush and Mishnah. And even before we had the Mishnah, Namr Shir Misinai. I don't know what's bothering Rashi that he says it that way. It's interesting. It's like he says it's Minna Torah, and even, even if you didn't know the Torah, it was handed down like that. So therefore, uh, it's no good. Whereas Mavoy de Kulamid Rabbanin. The entire laws of Mavoy of the Korah's Rabban. Miraisa Sagile Bishosh Mechitzos. In other words, I think what Rashi is saying is that even the Esrim Amma, you might have seen that the Amma piece would have been in the Rabbana. In other words, Esrim Mitzvah Sukkah is the Araisa, Allah Moshe Makina. But even less than 10, higher than 20, that too. Every that also, I see, every I see. Yeah. It's also handed down, even the 20. Okay. Uh, let's just finish. It's all Midr Rabban. So that's answer number one. That when it's talking about a Torah halacha, it just tells it straightforward. And rabbinic halacha, it tells you the fix. That's the answer. Eboy same if you want, nami takanta. Sometimes if there's halacha min a Torah, also it says uh, how to fix it. It could have, why not? Why, why wouldn't it want to tell you how to fix? Your sukkah's too high, lower it. The answer, miyu sukkah denafish mila pasle psula. If we were to start listing fixes, so there's four halachas in our Mishnah. And if we showed you how to fix each one, that's a lot more to memorize. And so there's a concept in the, that we try to keep, uh, there's a mission, Pirkei Avos, we try to teach things in a concise way. And since we t- try to teach in a concise way, Rashi brings it. Let's, uh, lift, let's see that Rashi. Sukkah de nafish mila. In general, we don't like long, uh, if somebody, something could be said in a shorter way, we don't do it in a lengthy way. Let's see the Rashi. Which is an important concept. A lot of people don't get that, by the way. You know, like they, some people are wordy. Uh, and part of Torah study would be the, the greatness of Rashi is that he's, he says things in a very, you know, uh, you get to other great Rishonim, they're, they're incredible, but they're long. And it's like Rashi managed to do it all in just a few words. It's, it's amazing. That, that's a great... You, you, at first, it sounds funny. It's great to say it in a few words? Yeah, absolutely. Brevity. <laughs> Brevity. <laughs> Uh, who said that? Somebody, I don't yeah. know. That's a famous thing, right? Brevity, thy soul is with. Is. Okay, Rashi. Sukkah de nafish Sukkah that has lots of words. You would need lots of words. And part of the problem over here is the are many halachas. Each one needs a different fix. So really, we could have written the fix for each problem in the Mishnah, but each fix is different. The Mishnah would have needed to use a different phrase for each thing. For example, he go and begova. So when the sukkah is too high, yimut lower it. gova when it's not too high, it's too low, yagbia pick it up. 
And if it doesn't have three walls, build three walls. Yasalo, make them. And if you have too much shade, too much sun, Yosef Schach, add on Schach. So each one would have needed... Le- yeah, it is interesting. That particular, if he did that on everyone, we'd be uh, long Rashi. So Hilchak, therefore, Pasuk Vitani Psula. Therefore, we just did it the short way. So Matzin Lemilcho Kula Bahak Psula, the Kaimelon, and we could figure it all out. And this fits the rule that, of the famous rule, Yishna Adam Latamudu Derekatseira. A person should try to teach with brevity, as you said. That, that's, a, that's a rule, in, short and sweet. Keep it short. That's the, so therefore, that's the answer number two, why our Mishnah, over there, we could get away. If, if you could easily say the fix, short and sweet, do it. But if it's going to get complicated, we don't need to, let's keep things short. That's the answer number two. Okay. So, uh, So those are the two answers. Now the Gemara wants to know where the Mishnah get it from. What's the source of the 20 Amas? So, Amar Rabbah, Amar Krav. Rabbah says the final man, It's a very interesting thing. First of all, the Torah very rarely gives you a reason for mitzvahs. It doesn't usually say a reason. Over here it says a reason. It says in order that the generations know. Something as sukkah, there, there needs to be an awareness of, of being in a sukkah. So since it uses that word no, yeda, ad mama until 20 amas, adam, Yodeya Shuhudor Besukkah. You can see uh, the roof. It's within eyesight. That, that's the eyesight, the standard vision of a person. Lamala Me'asrimama, once it's higher than 20, eight Anam Yodeya Shuhudor Besukkah. You won't even notice that you're in a sukkah. It doesn't, uh, it's, it's not normally within your regular eyesight to look up that high. So therefore, that's where the 20 Yama requirement comes from. Since the Torah says, when you live, you dwell in your sukkah. You have to have yidiya. You have to know uh, when you're that high. You want, when the roof is that high, you won't you won't know because knowing means seeing, and seeing means within your eyesight. That's out of your eyesight. That's answer number one. That's Rabbah's answer. That's, we're going to see. There's a few different answers, and we're going to see. You could find objections to each answer if you want. <laughs> like always. Am I not giving us the same answers too? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a different answer. He says, He says the purpose of sukkah is to be shaved. Uh, uh, really, the name sukkah means shade. That's, sukkah means schach. The word sukkah is the same as the word schach, which is, which is a roof, which is shade. You're under, you're under some type of shade. So until 20 yamas, so you're sitting in the shade of the roof. Once it's that high, you're in the shade of the, of the walls. You're not even getting roof shade. So, no, no, that's the end of the Pasuk. Wouldn't it depend on your latitude where you live? I mean, if you look at the equator and the sun is overhead, then, then, then the sun is shining straight down, then it wouldn't be the shade of the wall. Maybe if you're only, you know, in Babel, um, that we're, we're talking about the ankle would be such, uh, or let's say you had a really, really wide sukkah. I think, wouldn't it be true anywhere that there's a certain time of day where you're getting some, but I think the the majority of the day, most of the day, um, I guess if if you were, uh, if the sukkah was very high, you'd be getting from the shade of the walls, whereas, uh, um, I don't know how to determine most, but a long part of the day. 
So, um, but, but, oh, you know, that, that was, he asked the question. He was saying, well, what is he saying that if it's very high, there's no shade? He, when the sun's in the middle of the sky, there's going to be shade. That was his question. So uh, my assumption... Anywhere, anywhere. No, Isn't there always a sun in the middle of the sky, no matter where you live? No, when it's further, further north we are, the further south the sun would be. So it's still going to come. I see. Then you never get it. I see. Even if we're at Asot. Oh, yeah. Right. The only time the only time the sun is directly overhead is well, not, not necessarily just the equator. You could be at the Tropic of Cancer, and it could be the first day of summer. Then it would be overhead there too. Whatever. So it has to be. What would you say most? Then it wouldn't be circus. So I, I was trying to answer his question by saying most. So okay, So Abaye has the following: If you really need to have a sukkah where you're enjoying the shade, If that's true, if you make your sukkah in Arshas Kanoim, do you want to tell me He's got a picture over here. Arshas Kanoim is like in between mountains. The valley. It's like the valley. That's it up there. The, so, it's this picture up here. Or in Manhattan, the same thing. It's like between the big buildings, well, right? Yeah, between yeah. the towers. Well, uh, yeah, whatever. Okay. So if that's so, if that's true, that it wouldn't be good because you have to be in the in the schach of the of the sukkah. And we've we there's no such a local like that. So. Uh, so what's the difference? Amarle, hmm. he answers, Hasim Dalashus Kanoim. Well, if you move, if you get rid of those uh, those mountains over there, you still got the Sel Sukkah. Over here, Dal Dafanos, if you remove the walls, Lakat Sel Sukkah, you wouldn't be in the shade because it's so high up, you're not really getting shade when it's too high. So we let you build between the high buildings too, right? Correct, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Even though you're going to be always in the shade, but if they wouldn't be there, they would have... It would be providing the shade. That's right. Um, now, we don't say you could build inside a house, and if the roof wouldn't be there, then oh, you'd yeah, be in the no. shade. We, that we don't say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know why, like, Reform and conservative people get confused by that. They build their sukkahs, like, in, sometimes you find them indoors, or, you know, like, well, they build it in, like, the... Um, they seem to be confused about a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Rabba Omar, but that's, that's the rule. Rabba says, Mehacha, the Falun. It says a sukkah is a, is a place to live for a week. For seven days, go out of your permanent home. Move into a temporary place. When you're building a structure less than 20 amas, it's not much, it doesn't have to be very permanent. Until 20 amas, you can make a very temporary structure. Once it's got to be so high, you need a lot of material to build it high. It's not a temporary thing that you could throw together so much building material in such high walls. Eladiris uh, Keva, it becomes more permanent. Very creative answer that once it's that big, it's, it's not a temporary thing, it's a permanent thing. That's what he wants to say. Well, Abai says if that's true. So basically you're not allowed to, you have to make a sukkah temporary. You can't make a sukkah a permanent structure. If that's true, what if you want to make iron walls and put real kosher schach on top? Do you mean to tell me it's not a sukkah? Right? In other words, just like if you have... people that just push a button and the roof moves. Right, right. But it's their house, right? Right, right. 
So uh, according to this, it would be no good because right. it, a lot of people today have sukkahs that are up all year round. Yeah. They build it in their patios. That's like the, you want to actually go to the trouble to have to put up a sukkah? Like, what do you... Yeah. Well, so, who, well, 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 truly, now the sukkah is based on Shachman. So if you yeah. just have walls up, it's not really a sukkah. Right, no, but, but uh, he was, uh, was speaking on Rubber's thing that it's, yeah. you know, permanent. So um, it is true that if you just had... You're saying that the walls aren't a sukkah, but once you put the up, then the walls become part of the sukkah, and if those walls are up year-round, then there's a permanence to it. I think the answer to this question is that um, when it's over Esrim, mm -hmm. then it, it would require enough building material to make it substantial and permanent, but when it's less than that, you don't have to have that, if I recall. I think yeah. Right, but what if it's less than that and you did use strong materials? You can be permanent also with less But that's our question. According to this, it shouldn't be good. Because if you use permanent, permanent kind of materials is what he's asking. No, but, 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 but here, but again, the difference is that, that you're trying to you're answer the question. To, you're going to have to be, have permanent material if you go to 20. You don't have to have permanent. Sort of like you said, you stand in the mountains, so you don't have to. Yeah. You can move the mountains. You can stop, you know. Um, you're, not, you're not requiring I see. to have permanent construction. Once you have requiring permanent construction, well, it's permanent. You have to be necessarily. So I, I think that's a good answer. The question is why the Gemara doesn't give it, or, or maybe it could have given it. I, I hear what I you're saying. That is so Amr Le, let's see the Gemara's answer. Amr Le, Hacha Kamina Lach. This is what I mean to say. Until 20 Amas, where a person makes a temporary structure. Yeah, I guess that is what the answer is. It's also when a person makes it permanently. Um, since it, typically a temporary structure is shorter, so even if you make, if you decide to make the walls out of something stronger, it's also fine. Once it's higher than 20 amas, where a person usually makes it more permanent, even if you made it temporary, okay, fine. It's the, uh, they do say, it's an interesting question, you find that the walls you can make out of anything. It's really up to you. If you decide to make your walls out of strong material, you're fine. The schach is very specific how it's made. So Rosh Hashanah Hirsch has an has a idea that he says that in society, you can decide what kind of walls you want to have. You want to have very big walls, very thin walls. You want to use a glass wall. People look in. That's all up to you. But between you and Hashem, you can't decide. You don't lay the ground rules. You know, you can... You want to be very private. You want to live in a, a straw house. You want to live in a brick house. That's up to you. But between you and Hashem, you can't choose how to how to make the. Uh, uh, that's what he says. What does the word nafik mean? Yotze. Uh, uh, ki Even if you made it temporary, in the low nafik, you haven't fulfilled your obligation. Okay. So now we've set up uh, the different opinions. And the question is, well, why didn't they accept each other's arguments? So, Kula Karabalo Omar. So, we'll start off with the first opinion, which was Laman Yedu Dorasechem. It has to be 20 because you have to uh, know, and higher than 20, you don't really see. So, and he quoted a great Pusik. The Pusik says that you're required to know that you're in a sukkah. So, Rabba says you, you, that Pusik isn't talking about now. It's not talking about while you're in the sukkah, you see the roof. That Pasuk is actually saying the future generation should remember how Hashem took care of us when we left Mitzrayim and, and we were in very temporary structures and he protected us. 
So that's not talking about knowing when you do the mitzvah. That's talking about something else totally. That's so it's taking that pusik, you're taking the pusik out of context. That's that's why he doesn't like that drush. Okay. So uh now what about Rivzeras Pusik? That Pusik is also out of context. That's messianic times. Uh Rashi, Limosa Mashiach, three line time. Oso sukas yeel la oneg. What it's saying is today, people do a funny thing. They invest a lot of money in houses. They put a lot of their, they, they work hard to pay off houses and big mortgages. And, uh, you know, in Mashiach's time, that's not going to be so important, you know, to have a big storm. You know, all you'll need is a bed. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, uh, you'll be able to live in a sukkah. It's some, some temporary, you know, you'll have a, you know, the, uh, the, there won't be a need to have such big, fancy structures. That, We'll be down, so absolutely, right. So, therefore, but it comes out that it's not a proof to Sukkot, it's talking about Mashiach times. Okay, that's it. So that's similar to the first explanation, that both of the Psukim quoted weren't dealing directly with Hilcha Sukkah, they were dealing with the uh, concept of Sukkah. Okay. I have Reb Zeyra. Uh, so uh, that's a good point. What's Reb Zeyra going to answer that? That whole that whole sukkah was that was that was the that was a pasuk in Navi. See the first pasuk the the previous was in the Chumash Laman Yedu Dorasecha. So you could argue the Chumash is teaching you halacha, but that that's a pasuk in Navi, uh, and it's talking about during Mashiach times. So what's he going to do with that that question? So the answer is you could see two things from the pasuk. It could have said it'll be a covering. A chuppah is also a covering. So my sukkah, why does it use the word sukkah? He wants to say there's a dual teaching there. It used the word sukkah, so it's teaching you also what the halacha is on sukkah. Um, now, why didn't we like uh, Rava's explanation? Karava Namiva. So my memory doesn't doesn't last too long. So. Yeah, so that's what Dearest Arai and Keva. Why doesn't he say uh, that uh, it's got to be permanent? Because of a bias question, then if that's true, you wouldn't be allowed to build strong walls. So since you have that question, uh, therefore he, we don't. Not everybody agreed with Rabbi. Karavinamushum kushidabai. So each each view has has a plus and minus over here. Like you could see, you know the the questions on. Okay. Who does it go like? The whole argument about being twenty high is when the walls don't go all the way up. We have a halacha that the walls don't usually need to reach the schach. We we um, uh, we good advocate. We uh, we say as long as they are like under it and they they like can go all the way to the top. Um, here's the picture. Um, the walls. Uh, uh, sometimes you build a so where the walls really don't reach all the way up up to the top. So um, uh, so. Is that good or is that a problem or not? So he's saying that's where the argument is. But actually, if the walls reach the skach, I feel a malam esimamakshera. He wants to say it would be good um, even higher up. Come on, like who? Karaba da omar mishum de boena. Normally, you can't see it. But Kivan did dafanas. He wants to say if the walls go up to the roof, mishul sholtu boena. You would notice it. So, um, so that particular teaching would only be um, uh, the um, that's like Rabbah. 
Again, we're, we're trying to whittle away and see if we can somehow uh, come to conclusions over here. Kamana, who does it go like the following? This whole argument is where you have a very small structure. If you have a very large sukkah, more than One Even a big roof would be good because since it's so wide, you will see the roof. Right? If you um, he has a picture too, but you don't really need to see the picture. But basically, when you're in a, in a if it's in a very narrow and it's up high, you won't see it. But if it's very long, so eventually you'll see the roof in the middle. So uh, who is that like? The The whole idea is because of shade. But even the rafka, uh, once it's wide, you definitely will have shade of the sukkah, not of the walls. Also, who does it go like the following? about a very small sukkah that only holds a person's head and the majority of their body and their table. But if it's big enough, so then it could be a even if it's high, it's good. Who is that? That doesn't fit like anybody. Okay. So. That was a small, uh, we brought a few different teachings What we saw work like some and not like others. There was a uh, tosis I wanted to do. One second, let me see if I can find it. Um, maybe it was a Rashi. Um, yeah, it was a Rashi, I'm sorry. Rashi on the left side, Roshavaru. This comes up a few times. What's the idea of having your head and your rove? most of your body in the sukkah. What is this deal with most of your body? <laughs> what's going on? Like you can stick your feet out? Like what, what's going on with that? So Rashi brings here, Rosho Verubo, it's right towards the left. Sterek Sudasan, the way they used to eat meals was Beheseba. They used to lie on a couch. Haisa Almitos, on beds. They, they used to, their meals were on beds. Vemusubim outside Smolam. And they used to eat on their left side. The ain ochen zechufim, the yoshvin kamoni. They don't eat standing up and sitting like we do. It's in Rashi already. They they stopped sleeping on their sides. If it was a Roman customer, and I was again, it's been a long time since people used to eat like that. Lafika kutzim. We do, right. Pesach is a long and ancient custom, right, right. But Rashi saying already, you know, over a thousand years ago we stopped doing that. Uh, we, we sit up straight and we, uh, we, don't, we don't do on the sides. But that's the, when the Mishnah was written, it was talking about people that ate on their couches uh, or on their beds. So that's why your sukkah has to be able to, you have to be able to eat in your sukkah. And eating means lying down on your bed. So let's say your head and your table below rubo, and you can't put in your majority of your body. But anyways, that's why it says rubo, because when they ate, most of their body was lying on the couch. So let's see. Yeah. So maybe for us it'd be a different shear? No, no, it's just telling us why it mentions the... Uh, well, you're asking if, if they needed a bigger table to eat a bigger place to eat because they were lying down. Right. So you're asking, well, we can get away with a shorter place because we eat straight up. straight up. So I don't know if the halacha would change. Either way, it's too small. Well, you know, He's saying today we could do fine with the small because we don't need to lie down. Always that dollar, dollar, whatever it is, right? 
But I, I can't imagine, in other words, if, if, the, if you had to have a sukkah for any method of eating that was done over the years, so since that was the way they ate, that was um, how they had to build a sukkah. But I, I hear what you're asking. Okay. Anyway, back to the Gemara. Um, so that's the minimum size. But again, we've, we're in the middle of multiple opinions, and we had a few quotes that worked out like some opinions and not like others. Uh, so, Bishlema, once, okay, yeah. Bishlema, Reb Yasha. So, I understand Reb Yasha argued on Reb Hunav, Reb Chanabarava. Why? He gave a size, a set size, the Daladamas. They didn't have a set size. Uh, uh, the question was, uh, they, they, they said it just depends on if the walls reach the schach or not. El Rav Huna Rav Chana Bar Rava Neima Behekshir Sukkah Kamifilki. What does the mushka mean? Length, length. Beshir mushka, a size of of the length. Um, the um, they said they said it was the size, and it's not dependent on whether the walls reach the schach or not. Whereas he said it's dependent on whether the walls reach the schach. Ella, um, but like Rav Huna Rav Chana Bar Rava Neima Behekshir Sukkah. Why don't we say this is the argument? Mar Saver. Hekshir sukkah ba'arba'amas. It's a minimum size. Umar saver hekshir sukkah ba'maksekas roshu Maybe it's, that's the argument here. Does it have to be daladamas, or does it just have to hold uh, a person on their table? So the Morris says, no, that's not, that's not what they're arguing. Kuliyama ba'hekshir sukkah roshu Typically, sukkah, we get back to, it's a place to eat. You have to be able to fit your head and your your head and your now again some people have their feet sticking out but that's okay that's it's still the majority is good enough so then what is the argument this is the argument the marsabra maxekas roshu shulchanu plee uh it's um it's as long as it holds the majority of your body it's okay alva yosem roshu shulchanu then everybody would agree it's kosher marsabra roshu shulchanu adaladamas plee until daladamas they argue alva yosem idaladamas once you hit that size then everybody would agree it's kosher. So again, we've kind of stumbled into an issue of minimum size. Okay, makes that there may be differences as to what the minimum size requirement is. We said when it's too high, it's no good. And he says it's good. He says it can even be, can't be good forever. He says it can be 45 amas tall. That's a pretty tall structure. Om Reb Now we get a story. We had to have at least one story. Maisa Behilani Malka. She makes it into a lot of Gomorrahs. Queen Helena. She's, uh, she, the, the debate whether she was a convert later or she was uh, the Hashmonoi queen. Uh, queen Helena. Balud. You know, kings, they like to do things in a royal way. So she said, I'm going to build my sukkah bigger than anybody else's in town. So she built her sukkah Higher than 20 amas. So you, now we're waiting for the rabbi to tell her her sukkah is not kosher, right? Tell the queen, right? Tell uh, the mm-hmm. queens get away with stuff, right? So, uh, so the question of Ahayus the Canaan, and guess what? The sages came into her sukkah, Niknasim Yotzin Lasham, Vulo Omer Lodavar. And they didn't say, hey, this is not kosher. And apparently she was a righteous queen, so they could have told her, like she wanted to do what was right. So why didn't uh, everybody agrees it's no good when it's so big? So why didn't they tell her? 
So Amelei Mishamra, you want to ask me a question? Isha Haisa. She was a woman who put him in a sukkah. She didn't need a sukkah anyway, so that's why they didn't say anything. Ramosha talks about this. Um, that he, uh, well, so even if you're exempt from sukkah, there's the idea to have a sukkah. So a lot of times you have like divorced women or whatever, should they build a sukkah? They're, they're exempt, but they certainly could, you know, if they want to do the mitzvah. Like it's, uh, even if you're putter from a sukkah, you build one. So the only thing was, once she was building it, you would have thought she built, would build it right. But you can't say it's not good. She doesn't need a sukkah anyway. So why would you tell her it's not good? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but can you, can you tell her it's no good? Like you're doing something wrong? She's not doing anything wrong. She doesn't get the, the credit for the mitzvah. That's true. But I, you don't have to pick a fight or embarrass her because she didn't get the credit. Mm, yeah. See, if she'd be obligated to be in a sukkah, so you have to point out this sukkah is not kosher, right? Mm. Um, it, it, sometimes you go to a sukkah where you don't want to look at the sukkah, you know, like the schach has been... Uh, what happens by the, the end of the chag, sometimes the schach gets blown away a little bit, and it's just not... So, you know, you got to, you got to, you know, the... The shovel. Yeah, so that's right. So, Omer um, Lahad, but the Morris says a different point. Well, what do you, why are you saying it's only a woman? Valo Shiva Bana, she had seven children. She had seven sons. They needed a kosher sukkah. Va'od. Now they. Now, by the way, it's interesting over here. They bring a proof that from here that a mother's obligated in chinuch. She was a lady, and I don't know where Mister Helena was, but I don't know what that. But she had seven sons, and and the sons needed to be in a kosher sukkah, and the mother's obligated to make sure her sons eat in a kosher sukkah. Uh, so why didn't they say something? And va'od She would have asked. That everything she did, she asked the sages. So you're going to tell me she built the sukkah without asking, you know, what are the rules? So, um, so the more has an interesting question. Why do we need two statements? What, what was wrong with the first statement about the kids? Loving the midst of old Why do we got to say both? There's like two things. So the more said, and not only that, in case that answer is a goodness. So how come? This is what it means to say. Well, even if they're kids... Uh, kids are not necessarily obligated in sukkah. Maybe they're young, but tanim patim in a sukkah. So that's why we're said, even if she didn't need to build a sukkah, she still would have asked the sages. The Morris says, well, you mean to tell me she had seven kids and none of them were, were old enough to be obligated to be trained in a sukkah? Since there's seven, you don't think there was one that didn't say mommy? Uh, basically, when they're too young to sleep by themselves, they're not obligated in sukkah. When they need to have their mommy there, so then they're not obligated. But once they're older, where they don't need mommy, then they're, they're, they're old enough to be trained in sukkah. So usually by the time you have seven, they're seven years old, they can sleep outside. You know, they don't mind going. They don't have to have mommy near them. So it's, it's, a, the more it's interesting. The more it says it's impossible. <laughs> I would have said it's likely. D.E. Epsher, it's, it's, not, it's impossible that you wouldn't have one uh, that, that doesn't need their mother and would be obligated in sukkah. Well, maybe you want to say that the mitzvah of Kinnach is only midrabanin. This mitzvah that when a child is old enough to sleep without mommy, it almost means like not in mommy's bed, is able to go sleep outside in the sukkah. 
So that's only midrabanin, and maybe ihi midrabanin lo mashka. Maybe, maybe she didn't follow rabbinic rules. You know, she had a general sense of the Torah halacha. So again, it's not clear if she built this before she converted, after she converted. Maybe uh, the um, rabbinic enactments in those days were pretty new. You know, we've had these rabbinic enactments for a thousand years, right? You know, two thousand years. So it, it's uh, whereas maybe they were just enacted and they weren't up on the latest rabbinic rules. Maybe she didn't uh, didn't know the rabbi said you have to train your children once they're old enough not to sleep with mommy to 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 live in the sukkah. Maybe she maybe she didn't follow those rules. So that's why we said the second part. So we threw that in in case you wanted to argue she didn't follow these things. She did. So then we're back to the original question: well, How could she do it? So we tried to get some quick answers here. Well, we said maybe. Uh, maybe it's only a woman. No, she had kids. Well, maybe the kids were too young. No, they were old enough. Well, maybe she didn't follow all the rabbinic rules. No, she did. <laughs> so what's going on here? How'd she build this crazy high sukkah? So Bishlamer, uh, so now we still haven't answered it. So Lamora wants to develop an answer, but we're going to have to leave it for Shabbos. Okay, we will stop.